Hey everyone, I'm Mallory Rubin and I am thrilled to tell you that House of R has a new podcast feed. Joanna Robinson and I will now be with you twice a week with more of the deep dives you've come to know and love on the Ringerverse. In addition to exploring all of your favorite nerd culture new releases, we'll have nostalgic revisitations, hype meters, Hall of Fame inductions, tropes courses, drafts, and more. All bad babies are welcome as we dive into Star Wars, Marvel, Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, and beyond. Follow the new House of Our feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Off Guard. I'm your host, Pasha. Joining me, as always, my guy, Austin. Austin Rivers. How are you doing, buddy? What's up? Uh, yes, it is Austin Rivers. <laughs> uh, all good, man. Seems like uh, a lot of news, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of headlines. Some positive, some controversial. Yeah, I know you want to get into that stuff. I want to start off with football season, though. Just started. You don't have a team. I do have a team. Who's How your dare team? you? You're just bad. Falcons. You're a Falcons fan. Although we won. How'd that happen? Just three teams in Florida. You grew up in Orlando. I think we won. Yeah, you did. (laughs) (laughs) True Uh, fan. You know what? Uh, Everybody always asks that growing up in Florida, how am I not a football fan? I think it's just because in Orlando, we didn't have one. You know what I mean? So it was like some people are Jacksonville fans. Some people are Falcons fans. um, Some people are Dolphins or, or Buccaneers. I just never really gravitated towards anything. It was just always basketball. Uh, probably if I grew up, and I, I think, I don't know, there's like resentment there early on. I think because Florida was such a football city growing up, really, and even now, Florida still, we have tons of basketball talent, but it is a football college, state. College football really runs the state, I think. Yeah, it does. The UFFSU. Yeah, yeah, I mean, back it does. In the 90s, it was crazy. You're 100% correct. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, growing up, I just never was like, man, I don't, I don't like football because I was, I was a hooper. Uh, and then as I got older, you know, I think I started to kind of gain more of an appreciation for the game of football and like understand it and like it. Um, but I was always naturally like if I was to watch another sport, it would be like tennis or soccer or something like that. I never really liked football. Uh, I still can't watch like a game. Like I, I could watch like bits and pieces, but like I, me sitting down and like watching a full football game is, I, I can't do it. I don't even think I understand all the rules. Maybe that's why I'm still. I just, you know, it's hard for me to kind of follow along. I'm not really, there's a lot going on. I just, the game is so slow, man. There's a play, and I just don't, there's like a million positions. But people are not going to like this. People love football. I don't, but I'm not saying, (laughs) I'm not saying I dislike football. I'm just saying I'm not a guy who follows it religiously. Yeah. Like some people do. I walked in on my buddy's uh, fantasy football draft and they were naming all these guys. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know any of the names. Yeah. That's how out of touch I am, I guess. But I did did see what happened to Aaron Rodgers. That was, when I used to play Madden, when I used to play Madden, I knew every player. Yeah. That's like, that's what it is. Video games really yeah, help. It you. really helps, yeah. man. Like you kind of get understand because these guys have their helmets on. You don't know who's the the third, the second string quarterback for the you know you, you know you wouldn't know that. Um, so that helps. But yeah, I don't know. Never was really a football guy, but then um, Vic came along and he was such an electric, fire, like just such like a showman, man. Like, I mean, that guy. You went to one of his. Well, I never went to one of his games, but if you watched his highlights, sure. he was like the first really of his kind. Since then, obviously, we've had a lot of players like him in the league, but not as good as him, in my opinion. Lamar would be the closest thing. Yeah, I was a huge Vic guy. And then I just kind of stayed on. We had good years with Matt Ryan shortly after that. Um, obviously, heartbreak with the Super Bowl, which was brutal. But I've always been a Falcons fan, so I'm just going to stay that way. We're 1-0, so we're holding on. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, man, it's all good. I know you saw Djokovic win the U.S. Open. And ever since Beast. he won that, people are saying, you know, obviously he's – I think he's kind of separated himself now. He's the go in tennis. I think he people has. are saying, "Want to know why he isn't the best athlete of all time?" Why would he be the best athlete of all uh, time? But you've definitely seen people chirping a little bit about it. Who? It's it's been out there. I follow. I'm on. I'm you know on what tennis you do Twitter. is you'll find one. You'll find <laughs> one tweet or comment. And be like, yeah, it's it's spreading around out there. So <laughs> no, you just saw no, some you know clown say, say that. Everybody's saying it. Yeah. Do I think Djokovic is the best tennis player of all time? Yes. Hard to argue now. And after him, you know, you make that Roger, you know, comparison or argument. That's fine. Um, in terms of overall athlete, that's just, that's not in the cards for me. So who is? My, you're Michael Jordan guy? Well, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Deion Sanders. You talk about like athlete, like, you know, those are the guys that, like I think of. 
Bo Jackson. Right. Those are just overall athletes. Yeah, just like you're talking about best athlete. Are you, you talking about the so best? So have you seen Tom Brady? Did you see him working out with Chris Brickley? The, I his did. form was unreal. I, Maybe I like, he's up there. I like the form, the little dip. He, the, he, it's still a, it's still an awkward shot. Like people are just like screenshotting this. So like, yo, his jump shot's perfect. Elbow in. But like the rest of the jump shot is just it's nuts. It's, it, <laughs> he does like a squat when he catches the ball. But listen, he was he was he was training it up, man. Um his jump shot looks a lot better than me throwing the football. I can promise you that. For sure. I've seen that and I can attest. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I, I got to give Tom credit for that. Um, Michael Jordan, LeBron James. I think, and I, I'm not even being biased. I generally think NBA, their most NBA players, are the most ambidextrous skilled in terms of being able to use their left, use their right, having to use their left, having to use their right. Uh, slide their feet, footwork. There's a reason why so many NBA players make the transition into the NFL and zero NFL players make the transition into the NBA players. I'm not being disrespectful. That's just a fact. I know tons of basketball players that play basketball and they go to college and not getting even much, you know, enough minutes or it's not working out. They're like, you know what? Let me go try this football thing. And they go dominate at the time. Jimmy end. Graham. There's a lot of them. There's a long list of guys. There's a lot of tight ends that used to play. There's a lot of basketball players that used, played basketball and chose football as wide receivers. Um, I don't know an NFL player that's like try to go to the NFL and then like hasn't worked and they're like, ah, let me let me go play the NBA. I want to throw one guy's name in there, Mookie Betts from the Dodgers. Apparently he's like a hooper, scratch I've golfer. Seen, I heard, heard he's a real deal. Well, he's an incredible bowler. I bowled with him in the CP3 like charity game, and he was like literally like a scratch pro. Yeah. And I've seen his basketball highlights, and he's he's pretty actually he's actually moves like a hooper. Like he like play, you know, like the movement, like he has it down. He can actually hoop. Um, like I see guys dunk, but that that's not impressive because like wide receivers all can like throw down. They're super athletic guys; they could jump. So like throwing the ball in the air and like catching it and dunking is like that's cool. But like knowing actually how to play basketball, have rhythm, have like actual fundamentals of like you know, yeah, I that's a totally different thing. Mookie does have all those things. He might be up there. <laughs> He's just not as iconic as the other name. So, like, putting his name in the mix is crazy. But he is, from what I hear, a hell of an athlete. The biggest thing that's happened since our last pod, USA lost. Obviously, we've been covering FIBA for the last few pods. We've, we've had our concerns with the team. Wait, wait, everyone's had their concerns with the team. And yeah. I, when the team was put together, we were looking at each other like, but we still believed because compared to other rosters, we're still right. the team with the most NBA players. Yeah. And there are young all-stars and talented players in that team. But concerns were very high. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, for one, always said they were going to, I thought Canada would beat them. They beat them without Jamal Murray. I don't know how, you know, it's a third place game, so I don't know how motivated USA was, but it's just tough. I, do you think it's like, we still should have won. We were favored. Yes, we should have won the FIBA tournament. I, always, I knew right away. And you know that. what? Even though the team wasn't, what people wanted it to be or thought it would be or could be, it was still a pretty well put together team in terms of like having a mix of defenders, shooters, your go-to guy, some hustling, you know, shot blocking, rebounding. We just like didn't get what we, you know, what we wanted, but it was still, you know, I like every player that was on that team. I just think as what we all think, there's just much better NBA teams that we could put together. So when that team doesn't get it done, they've been taking a rough, those guys have been getting killed. I just don't. Yeah, here's the. Thing. I don't want to get to a point where everyone's bashing them because then no one's gonna want to do it, brother. If you don't win a medal, not even a, not even the brown one that you probably won't even keep, because like Canada's happy they placed, but like really, you walk around with your bronze medal, no one gives a fuck. No offense. If it ain't gold, they don't really care. That's a fact. And again, I respect Canada for placing and beating USA. That's a huge thing. Dylan Brooks went nuts, by the way. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. <laughs> that I don't even know how. I mean, I, I, he's a good player, but fuck, thirty nine points is insane, bro. Insane. But you know, he was the most motivated out there. All the shit that he's been guarding him. All the shit that he's been going through and everything for him to go against USA and basically drop 40 is I think for the next few months, maybe a year, I don't think you can really say anything to that guy. Well, no, he he's gonna he, go on a training camp just with the signed, Rockets. He just signed 80 million. Yeah. Or it might be 88, I think, with incentives. Um, so he's gonna be making 20 million dollars next year in Houston. Uh income state income free. So he'll be paying only the federal tax, of which in his bracket I'm sure will be in the upper 30s. So this guy's bringing home 60 to 65 percent of that check every year. Okay, so he's making good money to live in beautiful Houston, Texas. 
Uh, and he's, he's coming a, he's, off. He's a national hero. He's coming off. He's coming off their first time placing in a FIBA game, and he led them in scoring that game. He wasn't the best player in that team. Everybody knows Shea like willed I mean, them Shea's there. Shea was probably the best player in the whole tournament. Shea, I mean, Shea, Shea literally willed that team. I don't know if you watched those games, but he had them like on their back. But he got defensive player of the fucking tournament, bro. Defensive MVP. So like, there's really nothing you can say to Dylan right now because everything he's saying, at the moment, finally, he's backing up. The problem is the NBA season is where it gets a little murky. <laughs> yeah, but let's, for, okay. Think about where we left him off in the regular, in the, playoffs. Little different thing. in the playoffs, he calls out LeBron, maybe the best player of all time. Bad idea. Bad idea. Looks bad. As soon as they lose, you and me have never heard of this before. The team announced, it came out that they were not bringing them back under any so circumstance. Strange. Never seen anything like that. Till this that. day, people don't talk about that enough. Yeah, that was crazy. It just like happened. His value, I thought, couldn't have been lower. He signs the good deal. That was great way city. more than what anybody yeah. thought he was going to get. Scores basically 40 against USA. National hero. I think that's a great, that's a great summer. He's doing his stuff right now. Yeah. It turned it from what was dark, turned into like a really... <laughs> Solid summer for him. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> oh. Now with that, I think LeBron saw that and now he's assembling. Well, now he's like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> We're going to come get you. Yeah. And I saw the team you you threw out there on Twitter. I didn't really agree with some of those players. People don't like two of the players. I didn't. Go ahead. Name, do you have the list? Yeah. I can name it right now. I have. You have Steph, Dame, Kyrie, Tatum, Devin Booker, Anthony Edwards, LeBron, KD, Jimmy Butler, AD, Bam, and Triple J. Love that team. The only thing that people have a problem with is Kyrie. And people don't like Jaron Jackson Jr. on there. Just basically, he averaged 2.9 rebounds. For he, he, really, he, didn't, he didn't do enough. for. I, I was, did not like the way he played in, in the USA. Because right. um, he is a good player, but he didn't. I, I just, what, for whatever reason, yeah, two points. Well, you, Dr- you left Draymond out. I just think that's. I mean, when you're going, at the I like that, Draymond. By the when way, when you're going Dray- for that bench, I mean, USA team, a corner you need- piece to a dynasty. Like I, I got nothing but respect for Draymond, man. Like so, that wasn't intentional, or I just figured by 2000 it would be next year. You know, it's about bringing toughness, though. It's about like, locker room presence. I don't think you know the bench guys are going to make a big impact. You know what I mean? So. Triple J, I thought was a tough pick over Draymond. Okay, so okay, put Draymond on. Is he going to play in the in the final minutes of the game over over Anthony Davis or Bam? No, man, because every Bam can't do t- Bam can't guard a center or be a tough guy, bro. That team was. I put that thing perfectly. I put Jerry. I think you left De'Aaron Fox out. I think he's going to be on there. So the reason I put Kyrie is because if you get Kyrie on a team with those guys like Stephen Curry and LeBron, really mainly just those two, um, you put those two on that team, and like you have like a full motivated. People have this thing because of the way Kyrie's acted, and I get it. You know, people are creatures of habit. So, however he's acted has maybe warranted people to look at him with a side eye a little bit and not trust him. But at the end of the day, if you get like a Kyrie Irving focused, he's still one of the baddest mans on the planet. I don't know if you all remember what Kyrie did in the FIBA. Oh, he was unreal. Unreal. He did what, what Shea just did with Canada. He literally put that USA team on his back and won that gold. So, like that whole thing where like Kyrie can't fit in or can Kyrie play over it, bro, he dominates anywhere where there's a basketball bouncing, that guy will dominate. And he was like, his highlights are insane, actually. He was like going nuts. We bro. all know you think his game is sexy, so. I don't know why I had to throw that <laughs> in the window. But, anyways, uh, I, I think if you get a, a motivated Kyrie Irving along with D- Damian Lillard and Steph, I don't know what other three better guards you could put. And I love De'Aaron Fox. He was, uh, he's a hooper. Also, you got to think about the future too. If you put De'Aaron Fox now, then, you know, the next Olympics will be maybe more of the guy. Yeah, I mean, I get it, man. But if you're just trying to do a redeem, the whole thing was redeem team. If I'm putting like the best players right now, Kyrie Irving, like fully in shape, what she would be like fully motivated, bought in, in a locker room with other big time vets and Hall of Famers, guys like Steph Curry and LeBron James, the greatest players of all time. Like you got these guys in there, like telling him, you know, counting for him. He's got to come in like he's not coming in bullshitting with that team. This isn't the Brooklyn Nets, bro. This is a fucking Olympic team where the whole world's watching you go redeem the team that just didn't place. Like he's going to be on some prideful shit. And if anything, it'd be an opportunity for Kyrie to like be a part of something again and show that he like is capable of doing that. For sure. Like, and if Kyrie has a drama free season, which he hasn't had in a long time. No, he hasn't year. had that. And if the Mavericks a, do really well. If he has well. a clean season, the Magic do. I mean, Mavericks do better. Like he's right back on people's eyes in terms of like people. And then, then, yeah, then he puts on the USA, and then it's, it's you, icing on the cake. Yeah. 
at the end of the day, you talk about his age, this and that. Kyrie's like 31 years old. He's, he's my age, he's 32. He's, he's still young. And he's still one of the he's still one of the best point guards in the NBA. His issues have always been on everything else. If he m- removes those issues for this season, I don't understand why uh, people like looked at me crazy for having Kyrie Irving as if this guy hasn't been like the top five point guard for the past 10 years. I don't know how many years. No, I, I think it's, yeah, he says off the court. Yeah, stuff. bro, get the fuck out of here. That, that, those, those won't be issues with him. You, you know, his off the court issues, by the way, have always been, it's a certain type. He's not like a, a daner to a locker room in terms of like, he's not like cancerous in terms of getting other players to do bad things or he's nightlife or, drinking like Kyrie has like his it's more of a personality thing of things that he chooses to be a part of or things he stands for his stand you know good or bad it's caused his issues you get a motivated Kyrie on a USA team where he's going to be held accountable and you get full locked in Kyrie that's a guy that you want to play with I, again go look at his FIBA highlights just a few years ago and then tell me this guy can't go dominate international basketball so with that team, and if we're imagining, I know it's all you know speculation right now, but if you have all those players on the team, LeBron gets everyone together. Yeah, is there any chance they lose any game? Have you learned yes, any yes, lessons yes, from the yes, last? Yes, yes, you could absolutely lose a game. Okay, because if, if Jokic comes goes to Serbia, they just got you know the silver medal. Jokic goes to Serbia. It's one game. He could he could beat USA. No, 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 no. Anybody could could beat anybody in one game. It's just one game. Anybody can beat anybody in one game. Especially you're still talking about pros, even though they're not. Again, and that's a true statement. You see Steve Curry steal, you know, a lot of these coaches allude to that, that the game has evolved overseas. Players are better. Are they NBA level? No, but you talk about one game and these guys, you know, they're going to be pumped to play USA. They play out of their minds. Everybody plays their best basketball versus the best team. That's usually the case, especially in, a, in an Olympic game. You're getting the best from some overseas guys. Most of them, some of them are NBA players themselves. Do you agree with Rudy Gay's comment where they should do the whole pool and get the 50 Absolutely. guys together again? It's a, it's the best, it was the best take. I think they stopped doing that because they stopped, they didn't want to cut people. I know a lot of guys were getting cut and getting mad because they would spend like a, you know, a couple weeks in Vegas and then not make the main the, team. It was the best take of all. It was the best take, I think, of all this USA talk. I was so busy trying to put together the dream team, which is fun, <laughs> which is fun. And that's what everybody's doing right now is yeah. putting like the team together. And I think Rudy went from the standpoint of like, I think it's deeper than that. It's not just about the team, which it is. So I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. But it is like you know the tryout aspect of getting guys who want to be there, knowing that they might not make it, but they're there to outwork someone to get on this team. There's something to that. There's like a level of pride, and you remember just as well as I do. Everybody used to go to Vegas, and they'd cut most of the guys there, and they'd take their team. So I think that'd be kind of cool if USA did that. Now it feels very political. It's very political. Why can't Trey Young go to, go try out? That's what I'm saying. I think what you what they used to do is they brought a bunch of guys in there. It was like 50 yeah. guys in there in Vegas. They did a scrimmage. It's, well, now, like, now it's all they choose. It is all it's all yeah. politics now. They they choose who they want to be on the team. There are some guys who feel like they should be on the team who don't get a shot to be on the team because right. they didn't get they didn't they didn't fit the script. It's like, bro, let me prove I can. I mean, it's just you know what I mean. Right. I like the tryout aspect. Also, when they're building the super team, you know, every year we've had the Tyson Chandlers, the Iguodalas, the Tayshaun Princes. We're not adding any of those. You're Carlos Boozers. Yeah, you're throwing all, you're throwing it all in with just all kind of all stars, all NBA players. But they'll still take their picks. They'll, they'll 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 invite guys like that there. You know what I mean? The Josh Hart's, the guys who like. If no, I'm saying Josh Hart's a good player, but he's he's not an all star or anything like that. Like yeah. him being on the Olympic team would be. In, do you understand what I'm saying? Him being on the FIBA team was crazy. That's why people had a problem with the FIBA team. These guys are all good players. Josh Hart's a hell of a player. He's great for the Knicks. Austin Reeves is a hell of a player for the Lakers. Them representing our whole country, like for the FIBA games, bro, like considering who we have in the league, that's why people are like, yo, what are we doing? And then now we didn't place a fucking medal. Right. Brandon, Brandon Ingram was, that was insane. And he's a hooper. That guy's an automatic bucket in the league. And he like, and again, I don't know if it was FIBA per se. Maybe it was just his role in the team or his fit with the guys. Like, I, I don't, I wasn't there. But yeah, you know, I don't. I will say for LeBron, I, there was a little while there where I thought his career might end a little bad when, you know, the Lakers came off on these, you know, like two and 10 or one and whatever, nine. And I was like, man, is this the rest of his career? He's just going to keep missing the playoffs. I thought it was going to end bad. 
And obviously, they turned around last year. If they win the title this year, which I think they're a top five favorite, I would say they had a great, you know, they were top four team last year. We were in the final four last year and they had a great summer. And we'll get into Christian Wood in a minute. Um, if they win the title this year and then he goes and gets a gold medal, I think you kind of call it right. Like that's a great way to end a career: a title and then the gold How many medal. Does he, have? he has four titles. If he gets another one, five, and then goes and gets another gold medal and on it, his way out. I mean, that's that would a great. Be, if you win the gold medal, if you do the championship and the gold medal, I think. Forget. I know you want to play with your son, but I think that's an amazing way to end it. Yeah, that's 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 a hell of a way to go out. Yeah, and I think that's kind of maybe the motivation. Oh, I don't know. I saw someone's call it the last dance. But I know that LeBron and Steph never played together uh, in the Olympics before. So Steph hasn't played in the Olympics yet. He's only played in the World Championships. He's never played in the Olympics. No. So I think he could definitely count him in next year too. Another guy that redeemed himself during this, who people were down on, was Dennis Schroeder was in all these memes about fumbling the bag and didn't take this, didn't take that. Ended up being MVP of the tournament, gold medal. That was, I mean, I th- well, I think he, he had, like had full control of his own team, so he's, his numbers are going to be like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it was kind of in the Dylan Brooks category of great summer for him. Kuzma tweeted yesterday, he's like, uh, people that need to play in the USA team need to know how to play with superstars, can't just be all superstars. You need a guy who's okay going to the corner, like go, only yeah, shooting yeah, two shots. Playing defense and going to the corner. And for a couple possessions and not touching the ball. Yeah. Everyone's like, brother, relax. They're, they're not calling you. <laughs> <laughs> Devin Booker tweeted him back and said, I'll do it. Yeah. And then so they like, totally killed his whole thing. He's like, oh, brother, he's doing it. Because <laughs> everybody's like, all right, who's it bad? Maybe we, maybe we do get Kuz. And then Buck comes right after him like, all right, I'll do it. Everyone's like, all right, bye. <laughs> Thank you, Kuzma, for nominating Devin Booker. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy of Buck to do that. Buck just comes right out. I don't even think he meant it like that. He's just like, I'll do it. Everyone's like, ah, oh, man, I'm. This guy, this guy's doing it. You, you, we don't need you anymore. <laughs> but I actually agree with what Kuz is saying. You, no, for sure. You know, you you need guys who understand, and that was the whole point of that dream team, that that redeemed documentary. Actually, you know, Kobe, who arguably was the best player at that time, him or LeBron, came in right away and was like, "You guys be the scorers. I'll be. The, I'll do all the other stuff." And that like set the tone for like, "Oh man, everybody's really in this to win." Once you got the best players coming in saying, "Yo, I don't need." It just changes everything. You know what I mean? So, um, And that's why I think people are like, why would LeBron even start on this team, this and that? He, he, that's because he is like the alpha. If he's, you know, he goes on the team, he starts, the team's built around him. It'd be just like the Michael team. The dream, he's picking, I mean, they went to Michael and was like, yo, do you want this player on the team? Everybody knows Isaiah Thomas' story. I mean, my, if Michael wants Isaiah Thomas on the dream team, Isaiah Thomas is on the dream team. You know what I mean? LeBron is going to be hands, you could say, you know, I mean, who's running the USA team now? Grant Hill? Grant Hill. Um, LeBron will be probably doing the most of, or the majority of, of that selecting. That's why I think Kevin Love would make it over Triple J at this point. Kevin Love. Just for the vibes and the outlet passes. He won the gold medal in 2012. He was great. He was yeah. great in 2012. Kevin just doesn't have the same body. That was a more heavy set Kevin. That was like 20 and 20 Kevin. Yeah. Kevin's now like traveling the world. Abercrombie and Fitch. You know, Abercrombie <laughs> and Fitch is insane. I feel like he wears like I don't know. He's like such a, like a, I don't know. He's like an outdoorsy. Every time I see him, he's got like a, he's like on the top of a mountain somewhere. This guy's man like, of the woods. I mean, he's this guy's life is incredible. Abercrombie and Fitch is just not that though. That's like that place that smelled really bad at the mall. It was like overwhelming odor. Yeah, yeah. Abercrombie and Fitch is nuts. Uh, more like I don't know. He dresses really well. Yeah. Kevin's like a dapper dude. I mean, he's been. I think he's been featured in GQ more than once. More than once. He's always in GQ. Yeah. He has like the whole look. That's what I was trying to say. Like I said Abercrombie Fitch. He's in Saudi. They're in GQ. Well, no, but I was doing, man, you give the hell I'm saying. I'm saying like he's a fresh guy. So I brought up Christian Wood joining the Lakers. That happened right after we were recording last week. Cut the fresh guy part. It's weird. <laughs> he's a well-dressed. I think he's a well-dressed guy. He cleans himself up pretty well. And Ever since the Kyrie sexy like highlights comment, you've been a little on edge about things. Uh, I don't like the way people took that comment about how I said his game looks sexy. People really took that and ran with it, and I didn't like the direction they ran with it. They made me out to be a weirdo. Yeah. And I don't like that. He's got to own it. So, no, no, <laughs> I'm not going to own anything. I'm not doing that. Um, What did you say? What were you talking about? Christian Wood joining the Lakers. That happened right after we were done recording yeah, last man, week. Bro, listen, right now we don't have to talk about the Lakers, so I'd prefer not to because the rest of this this upcoming year is going to be like every episode is going to be something with them. They did, uh, Christian Wood signed there, great late, great late signing. They had the best summer. 
I just think when Anthony Davis, you know, when he misses time, which you probably no, you have will. like a, 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 a worse, you have like a, you know. That's what I'm saying. Anthony Davis misses time for chap lips or whatever he misses time for. And then Christian yeah. Wood just comes in. Yes. I think that's going to be, I think that's going to be huge for them. That's yeah. the first thing I thought about when I saw the signing. Yeah. And he needs obviously, you know, he's going for a bag. I know he tried to do that last year. I think he signed for minimum. So Well, now it's in a different situation because they're trying to win. So yeah. he's going to be placed in a situation where for the first time in Christian's career, Houston wasn't that when he was there. And Dallas was like an okay team that he didn't really fit into that well last year. Right. So well, when they lost Brunson, they picked up, when they got Woods, it was, they kind of thought that was going to be. Yeah. And it just didn't fit. And it didn't, it didn't, yeah, it just didn't work. So this is going to be the first time in his career where he's got to go somewhere really, like really fit in and prove that he could be a part of winning basketball. And if Christian can do that, he will get paid. It's not about Christian's numbers. If Christian goes into the season thinking, man, I got to put up this, this, and this, he's already setting himself up to fail. You're playing behind Anthony Davis. You're playing with LeBron James, a bunch of young, other talented guards. You're not going to have the ball in your hands all the time. Probably not even a lot. If you can go play winning basketball, make plays, block shots, use your length, use your ability, hit open shots, attack the basket, don't settle, be a great pick and roll guy, be a great pick and find the open man on the opposite side, not always looking at the basket, like just make things happen, especially defensively with his length. Christian's looking at, you know, 15 to 20, 25 million dollars a year. He can get that type of bread, but he's got to help himself out. So we'll see what he does. On the flip side of that, if it doesn't work with LeBron and the Lakers, no, then it's like a tag. It's a big, big what if. You go play with LeBron and it doesn't work and it looks like you can't play winning basketball, people start looking at you funny. That's kind of how it was with the Warriors a couple of years. Like Kelly Oubre is making 15, 20, 15, 20, 15, and then he goes and plays the Warriors, has a couple of weird years there, and now he's like in Charlotte. It's like weird. Do you know what I'm saying? Even though Kelly's like a hell of a player. I played with Kelly in DC. He's talented as shit. You know what I'm saying? So like some things can make you look a certain way, even if it's the truth or not the truth. You know, I think this is a big test year for Christian Wood. Uh, and, and if it, you can win with LeBron, look at Tristan Thompson still signing with the Cavs. Yeah. Just based you're, off you're of him being able good. to, no, yeah. you just, you're just based off of fitting in and being a part of a winning team. You're like, we know you've done it before. So you, you can do it with us. That's, that's what you get looked at as. Uh, again, whether it's true or not true. Doesn't matter. Perception's everything. So I think this is this is huge for Christian. All right, let's take a break. So another big thing that's happened this week is the NBA is trying to get rid of load management, as they should, and they're going to put in some rules that you know two star players can't miss time at the same time, uh, same game. What were your thoughts on that? I mean, I love it as a fan of the game. You know, you want that kid and his dad who probably worked all week to buy these tickets to go see their favorite player play. Oh, we're going sentimental. This is, yeah. This well, is, no, you want to see the yeah. guy play. I mean, and that, that happens all the time. I can't tell you how many times you go on a road game and, you know, you you sit because something's going on and like somebody came there to see you play. And that happens at all levels. It's not just stars. A lot of, there's a lot of fans of like even other guys on the team. I mean, these are all the best players in the world. You know what I mean? You'll see a guy at a, at a game with a Dylan Brooks jersey. You'll see a guy at a game with a Fred Van Fleet jersey. You know what I mean? You'll see a guy with it's, it's other guys too. And they sit down and they got something sore. They don't like playing that night, whatever. The guys in the game, like, you got kids, parents, whoever, fans of the game sitting there like, fuck. You know what I mean? So you have that side of it. And then you have the side of it of, uh, you know, them finding, what is it, 250, 500, and then a mil, and then a mil plus after each uh, repeated offense. I mean, it just, it's just going to force stars to play more, which is at the end of the day, it means better views, better basketball. So I don't have a problem with the rule. I like it. I mean, the, the Clippers are going to be interesting this year because they got two well, guys. will pay those fines, but... He would pay those fines. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he sees or would feel those fines, but um, yeah, maybe it puts them in a position where those guys are playing a little bit more basketball. I'll give you an example. When I lived in Memphis... And LeBron was in Cleveland. Obviously, Cleveland only goes to Memphis one time. One time. And LeBron didn't play. And the whole city, I mean, people, that was our only time you get to see LeBron. Yeah. You know? it, 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 when you're living in Memphis. Takes the win right out of the game. It now. was, it, people were really upset. There was actually a lot of backlash from that. So yeah. I totally see that side of it. Um, but what if the two guys are actually injured? Well, if they're actually injured, then yeah. they don't get fined, man. Right. You know what I mean? It's if, it's if you're like resting guys. That's the issue. It's off a of back-to-back. Yeah. I'm going to be tired tomorrow. I don't play. Like, that's the issue and players are getting paid so much and players have so much power as they should um that they're kind of calling the shots now it's not so much like the 90s or early 2000s where like you had to get a whole medical test and 
doctors had to look at you and then you had to ask the trainer. The trainer had to ask the coach, like, hey, can I not play? I'm off. Now, if a guy's not feeling well, bro, or doesn't want to play, that, that dude will walk in the locker room and be like, hey, tell the coach I'm out tonight. I've seen it. It happens all the time. And that's I mean, the biggest difference that you hear about guys that you know, from the 90s and stuff, they just play through anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you have a bruised knee. You're just like, come out for two weeks. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. So I think this is going to, it's not going to correct that. You'll still see that. But when I, you're paying guys $60 million a year, you're going to want to be very, you know, obviously hesitant about, it. you're going to be very cautious about how you handle it. Yeah. That's, that's the other side of it. What's going on with Kai Jones? We talked about this earlier. We we got to get into it. This the, the video him going at his own teammates. I just saw Mark Williams responded. Yeah, the, the fifty cent things. Like <laughs> first, first off, Mark Williams, great response. That's how you take the high road and also be funny at the same time. Um, so, Duke, Duke brotherhood right there for you. Yeah, good on you, brother. Yeah. That's that's exactly what you're supposed to do. And that's why he's going to end up playing this year. Uh, somebody needs to get a, a hold of little buddy. Well, yeah, the whole team is, I don't know what they got going down there, but that, that video of Kai Jones, like when he's like on his Instagram live, something's going on in there and I'm not going to throw stuff out there because that's, I don't want to do that. But like his energy and what he had going on was not of normal substances. I I don't know what he's doing in that video, but he's a, there's something going on with him. And then there's other rumors of other things happening out there that we won't get into on here, but like there's other things out there. And then him going at his own teammate, it's just like, it's weird behavior. I would never respond to like a heckler or a fan talking shit about my own teammate. Right. Like he can't do that. He can't do that. Have you ever seen a video of, 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 have you ever seen a video of of Anthony Edwards? Uh, Never. That's weird behavior, bro. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why Mark was like, (laughs) (laughs) he's just minding his own business. Yeah. Like, what are are we talking? What are you doing, bro? Someone needs to make sure he's cool because he's talented as shit. I went to his game this summer. Game one of the summer league when he went when he went against Victor when he punched on him with the lob he's super active, freak athlete, tons of talent and ability there. Don't squander it on some bullshit man or like some of the guy. I, I again I'm not blaming this on any of the guys in Charlotte, but like they have a plethora of this. It's like just bullshit that has nothing to do with basketball. Is like constantly going on there every season. There's somebody that does something stupid. So I don't know with that. And Michael Jordan now, sold the team. He's he's washing his hands. Yeah, the he's thing. like, I'm out. Yeah. I don't want nothing to do with this. So like, hopefully the new owners are able to like get new people, new faces, new ideas. I don't know. So who are the vets there? You got Gordon Hayward. Gordon is begging to get out of there. By the way, and that's been a that's a known thing. Yeah. I don't blame him. What the fuck is he doing in Charlotte? He's so like, how would you remedy the situation? Would you bring in vets? He got paid there though. Yeah, he got a bag after some weird years in Boston. He still got paid. Um, I don't know. I'm not an owner. I'm not even gonna get. I'm not gonna put that hat on right now. I got this hat on. You feel me? <laughs> I I don't know what you want me to say because I I don't want to be personal and I don't want to say like who who needs to go, who needs to because that's like there's it's not just basketball players. So I don't want to I don't want to do that. But that team, that organization needs some cleansing. And it needs to be done sooner rather than later because they have like young talent who's just like being affected by some of this stuff. Like surround LaMelo around fucking people that can help him tap into his potential, not deplete it. And I feel like that's what we're getting right now. Yeah. Troubled youth is like what's usually described. It's tough because you, it was LaMelo and Anthony Edwards kind of, I'm not going to say a rivalry, but they no, were coming to lead together. LaMelo won rookie year over Ant's over, yeah, yeah, yeah. over here fucking playing on the and USA And LaMelo team. made the All-Star game before him, too. Yeah, and it's like, I, now it's like, what's going on? It's like, LaMelo hasn't done anything wrong, but it's like, what's, what, is, what is the standard that's being set there of professionalism? I saw LaMelo this year sign his max contract. He walked in to sign his max contract. Guy had on a fucking, I don't even know what he's wearing in there. Yeah, like gym shorts and Crocs. Like, I don't even remember. It's just like, the, the, the whole thing there. And it's not LaMelo's fault. He's, how old is he? He's got to be 22. He's like 22, 23 years old. Like, bro, it's not on him to be doing this, man. His job is to go out there and be like a really young, talented player and like dominate, which he does just about every night. He just needs help in terms of like. Well, the, also the NBA is just younger now too. Exactly. It's just, it's just a really it young is. Yeah. So when you when it is this young, you put yourself at cost of like this shit. But like there's still teams that do it right. I don't see this problem in OKC. That team's pretty young too. That shit don't fly there. It's not even, a, it's not even like in the air. Wouldn't be possible. 
They have good players who are good young men who act the right way and treat the community the right way and approach people and approach their work with respect. That's how you, that's, that's, that's why we're called professional athletes. Like this shit they got going over here. And it's not just them. There's a couple other organizations that like are running like this. It's like, bro, the fuck are we doing here? And LaMelo's a good kid. His dad was on his hat. You can say whatever you want about LeVar, but he had a strict household. None of his kids got in trouble growing up with the exception of the China thing when they went, I think it was like LiAngelo stole some shit, but like it was with the exception of that shit, all of his kids are still good kids. Zoe's a good guy. LiAngelo's a good guy. All these are good young men, man. Like LaMelo, from what I've heard and the conversations I've had, had only brief with him even on the court, but people that know him, like good dude, bro. He needs to be surrounded by talented players, but more importantly, high character. I think it's essential. They need good vets, man. Seriously. This shit is getting out of hand. I'm tired of talking about shit going wrong in Charlotte, and it's not basketball related. It's like garbage, bro. They're definitely a team that that weren't even like a league pass team last year for me. Like, we just, no one pass. even tapped in. No, they're, man. They just were kind of just floating around a little bit. The other unfortunate news, Kevin Porter Jr., um, domestic abuse. With a former WNBA player. Yeah, man. I mean, that's listen, that door's got to be closed. I don't even want to be that guy. But fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, three times. Well, that's why his contract was built away. Yeah. yeah. That's why his contract was built away. We're like past chance seven at this point. Yeah. I remember talking to guys in the Houston Rock, Rockets organization, higher ups. They were talking, they were having issues then. They're like, mm-hmm. we don't know what to do with them. This is when he just got there from Cleveland. I mean, Cleveland traded him for nothing. For nothing. It was like for, his young talent. Everyone was that's really because they have having issues there. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's really unfortunate, man. I Listen, I, I, I'll say this. I want um, I want Kevin to get the help he needs. I'm hoping it's not jail. I know that's crazy to say because I know his offenses weren't that. I just want him to hopefully get the help he needs. And I hope that she heals up in his able to return to basketball because she hasn't played since 2022. She stepped away for, I think, other family reasons, personal reasons, stuff off the court. So whatever's going on over there, it's not as of where it sits right now. It's not healthy. So Kevin's a really talented player. That's why he's been able to stay on the league. That's why Kevin's gotten multiple, multiple chances, by the way. It's because he could fucking play some basketball. This guy put up 50 against Drew Holiday. I, that's, that's, I remember even Damian Lillard said he's one of the harder guys to guard. Yeah, he's, he's, he's quick. He's, yeah. He is. He's talented. He's quick. He's herky-jerky. He's very shifty. And when the jumper's going, he's really hard yeah, to but guard. The thing with him, too, is the Rockets have so much young talent. They do have young talent. So at this point, they don't need to They don't need to take chances. So it's it's yeah. he's you don't need a guy like that in the locker room, I think, is probably the it, – it's very hard for me to see him in a basketball unit. Well, first of all, he's got to worry about dodging prison. Just walk away. You know what I mean? You just squandered everything by t- by touching this poor girl. And you, you mess up her life. You're going to scar her for the rest of her life. It's very unfortunate. I hate these news. I hate talking about it. I hate reporting it. I wish we were talking about Kevin Porter had a really great summer and he looks great in shape and he's going back to Houston with all these new signings and he's like wants to prove himself. Like that. These are the things I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about him beating up his girlfriend at Fashion Week. Like This is silly, bro. So, I mean, I, I hope he gets the help he needs. Um, I hope she gets the help she needs and she heals up and she's able to get back to herself, strong, physical, mental, and whether it's play basketball or do whatever she wants to do with her life, you know, gets it back to a place where she feels safe and happy. So, I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah. Our prayers go out to her um, and we can just leave it at that. All right. We'll leave it at that. All right. I have a rapid fire question for you. Let's switch gears here for a minute. I told you yesterday, uh, I saw one of those throwback accounts, NBA throwback accounts. It was Nick Van Exel getting dunked on by Rasheed Wallace. I said it to Nick, and he said charge, whatever. And then <laughs> yeah. you brought up that you've never been dunked on. Then you said maybe you have. I have in high have school. Have you ever been poked on? Let's talk about it. I got dunked on once in high school. Where I don't, I'm not trying to bring light to this because no one really knows. But it's like a, it was like an underrated video that people what are you doing? It was like a two-hand like flush. You got two feet, two hands? No, it wasn't two feet, two, two hands. Getting dunked on by two hands is insane. If, <laughs> if, if someone dunks on you with, with both hands, you, you, you should never be trying to block a shot ever again. I, uh, I got dunked on by like the 6'8 lefty. It was an awkward, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like some right-hand guy jumping off his left did foot. Did you jump like half up and then put yeah. the hands down? No, or no, did no. You no. Actually I, try I, to I jumped up to block his shot and then at that point, when I was up there, I was like, uh-oh. Because I didn't even jump high. It might have been because he was lefty. Those are tough. Things. I didn't think he was. Bro, I went to like just contest and like 
And then he went, I mean, he just rose up. So I got dunked on in high school once. That's the only time I've ever been dunked on. So does that mean in the NBA you've never been dunked on? You haven't, you've played the NBA 11 years so far. Like never been dunked you've on You've never the NBA. contested. No, I've, I've, I've contested it. But if I see someone's like even in the realm of that, it's either a hard foul or I'm, yeah, I'm Ole. I don't think it's that big of a deal to get dunked on. I, think I don't think like, it's a big deal either. But if I'm not going to block the shot, I don't need to be in the air and be a part of the poster either. I don't need him to get an and one. If Kelly, if, if I, if I'm weak side and a, they throw a quick overhead pass to the opposite side, Anthony Edwards per se rips baseline, takes one dribble, and I see him launch. There's nothing I can do in the air that's going to prevent him from dunking that basketball. I can't jump up to where he jumps. John Morant launches from the unless I'm in charge position or I'm in a position where I can contest and foul, then that's the only thing I'm doing. Otherwise, I'm not jumping to go block it. That's not my job, bro. No one has ever signed Austin Rivers and been like, yo, we need you to go block some shots down there. It doesn't happen. If I can, I can. But I'm not going up there to try to block fucking uh, uh, John Moran and, 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 and... Well, I'm not... I think John Moran. I mean, that's... Name a team. Did your, did your, did your teammates in high school give you a hard time for getting dunked on? They can't really say anything to you back then, huh? It wasn't really like that. No, no one said anything to me. It was, it, was, it was actually like really awkward. Everybody's like, "Whoa!" They saw their leader. The whole down. the whole gym was like, because he was like the guy couldn't play any basketball. He wouldn't. Might be the highlight of his career. It has to be. I've never heard of him since then. He, he couldn't play like a ball. I remember him. He was like a lefty, tall. He just all he could do was he was like, I don't know, he didn't do anything. He's just like athletic. But he got that thing on that fast break. He was dribbling. I met him at the rim. I jumped up and he put it back here. So like it wasn't like an up here. So I couldn't. That's when I was like, this is bad. Just body to body? I fell. No. Yeah, I ducked and I fell to the ground. He punched on me, bro. No, you yeah, fell? There has to be a video of that somewhere. There is. It's on the internet, but people just don't look it up and they don't need to. <laughs> I don't want anybody looking. I don't want people like, I don't want this video research. First off, it's in high school. I don't really give a shit, honestly. But what's like, so what's the most embarrassing moment of your NBA career then? I don't want to. Uh, do you want to go there? I know everyone talks about Daniel Lillard, you prang when he finally missed. That's not embarrassing. That's not embar- I don't think that's embarrassing. I had, 18, I had 18 that game and we won. That right. was that was game. That was actually comedy. I don't think that was, that's not bad. People I don't get up to all the time. I always look at when you tweet things, the right things. If you talk about Daniel Lillard, people are like, remember this and you prang. I'm, I don't think that's not big of a deal at all. Oh, I'm. I'm I don't think I prayed because I thought it was funny, yeah. and because he had missed that game, he had fifty five and was not missing. So when he he like banked a three one time over me twice. So when he missed one finally, I was like, thank God. Um, whatever. Those are people like don't hoop and like don't understand like competition. And they, like, they have that like gift ready to go. They just send it out. Like, like, Remember this? Like, <laughs> like these are people that were picked last and they don't understand like the concept of sport. So I, I, it's hard to explain it. Um, the most embarrassing moment of my career. I have two. It's hard. I can't, I can't decide between the two. My first game playing for the Clippers, my first game playing for the Pops. It, it was atrocious. What it, happened? It, you came off the bench. I got traded two days prior, a day and a half prior. And my father, being the way he is, calls me up. He goes, Why don't you play tomorrow? I go, Pops, I just, I just got traded today. Like, I don't even know your, I haven't met anybody on your team. I don't know. Mind you, this is like Chris, Blake, D, this is a prime. Yeah, joining a squad. They're trying to win a championship at this time. So I'm just like, bro, you know, let me, can I just come in? Like any other trade, you know, they come in, they watch the first game, have a couple practices, and then they go out there. Mind you, they're playing the Cavs. This is the year that the Cavs won. Oh, okay. So we got Kai, Braun. This is a private, this game's on t- national it, it television. It's on TNT. <laughs> this, this couldn't be set up to be, this is either going to go really, really well or really, really bad. Yeah. I remember, like, specifically talking to, my brothers and sisters, and they're like, do not play tomorrow. He's like, this is just, my dad calls me in. He goes, he goes, why don't you just play, man? He puts the pressure on me. I end up playing. I don't think I'm going to get in the game. I'm hoping not, but because this is my first game. Like, I don't know anything. I don't know plays. I also, this is at a time period where New Orleans, I was sitting out before I got traded. So I hadn't played in like three weeks, four weeks. So like, I just, I needed a practice or two. You but, should not have played this game. No, but I'm a hooper. You know me. I'll and play. your dad threw you in the fire. <laughs> yeah, I'll play anywhere. I play at LA yeah. Fitness. I'm, I'm, if there's a ball bouncing and people want me to play, I'll, I'll go play basketball anywhere. So he's like, go, he's, he calls my name. He's awesome. I'm like, holy shit. He goes, uh, you get guy, Kyrie was cooking. He goes, go call Kyrie. I'm like, bro, I thought I was, I thought I was being set up. I thought my, I thought for a second that my pops was a part of the script. I, I checked to this. I, I go to the scores table, man, and check in, bro. And I remember even like Blake and them looking at me like, 
And they respected it, though. They're like, this guy's really going to come hoop. It didn't go well. I was like, over for 5. Uh, and there was like a couple ISO plays with Kyrie that didn't go my way. And like the crowd was, they were there. Some people were there. They're hoping it wasn't going to go right with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Play for my dad. First game on TNT. It was just, I remember I didn't sleep a minute that night. That's, that's brutal. What's the other one? Uh, I guarded James Harden on a game winning play. Oh, anyway. yeah. I saw yeah. This and he gave me a little step back and I almost touched. <laughs> you, I was, I you like, flew back. I like, I like, <laughs> arguing with the ref. Go ahead. Just go ahead. Set, was, set, the, set the stage for me. Well, they we were. I'm playing him, and I'm guarding him. It's the last uh, last play of the game. First of all, it's an honor. You're, they put you on the best player at the end of the game. Obviously, that that's that's a standard though for me. I'm okay. usually guarding the best player. That's one thing people don't give me credit for. That right. it bothers me, by the way. Sidebar. Yeah, all I'm these all, stories have something in I'm common. Always, you're guarding I'm always Damian guarding Lillard, the best guarding Steph yeah. Curry. I'm always guarding the best player at the end of the game, and people do not talk about my defense for some reason. Yeah. All these defenders that they quote in the NBA, I could defend better than any of them, but I don't get the credit. We'll talk about that another time. We're keeping that in too, because that's facts. I get to outguard anybody. Uh, I'm guarding this guy at the end of the game. Hits me with a little jab, little cross uh, going to his right, step back, and I didn't see the step back coming. And I stop and I start just going backwards. And you just can't touch earth. You just, <laughs> you just can't do it. So I did the thing that looks just as bad. And that's when you're like trying not to fall, but you're like taking multiple steps. I mean, I'm swinging my arms back like three, four times before I finally get back on my feet. I look at the ref. Yeah, I saw you. I remember you argue with the ref while you're flying back. While I'm flying back. Because at that point, at that point the shots are here. I'm not contesting the shot anymore. I'm not trying to fall. So I'm like falling back. I'm looking at the ref like, he pushed. I'm like, he pushed me off, bro. He pushed me. Knowing that he didn't push off. And then he hit the jump shot to make it worse. James talked about that when I played for the Rockets every week. And he would like, we'd be on the plane and he'd like hold up the phone in the air and show the clip just to the team. And like loved bringing that shit up. Was not cool. Jay's a big body man. I, he, he just bounced well, off. that's that's the thing. He bumped me too. He's yeah. a he, people don't understand how strong James is, especially like prime James. He was really like filled out, man. This guy used to bench press heavy after every game. So this, he hit me with that jab. I cut him off. Stops on a dime. Hits me with that shoulder. It might not look much on TV because he's going fast, but that's 230, 235 pounds going into your chest. You're gonna move back. So yeah, I I went backwards and it got a little ugly. Just the shot, no one wanna, that's all I was praying but basketball guys don't reward when you're falling back and you're looking at the ref and I'm like complaining that shot goes in how come you didn't mention James no one mentions James for Team USA next year you just don't think that's in the cards for him I just think with everything right now that he has going on he has other stuff going on again James has a great year with somebody comes in shape this 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 and this and by the way guys let's, you let's, can put James on that list. It's, it's, it helps that it's in Paris next year why are we talking about that so we're, awesome. Where's the where's the training camp for Team USA? Where are they Vegas. And where's where are the Olympics next year? Paris. What'd you do this summer? Were you in Vegas? Yeah, I was in Vegas and Paris all summer. Okay, exactly. Yeah, the hell of a summer. It, it, they're already people are already going to be doing it. You might as well throw on a jersey and just go out there. What are we doing? I'll be in Paris anyway. I'll play. <laughs> yeah, it's like we're acting like it's like, man. I don't know if that Booker's going to go. Man, Kuzma's like we need real guys. About it's it's Vegas and Paris. They're going to be out there anyway. Oh, probably. That's a, that that's why these guys are like people are like I don't know if Jimmy Butler's gonna do it. He's been in the finals a lot, wear and tear. He can he, still do his tennis. He can go to his tennis tournament. He, he might already. Yeah, he the might French already Open, out there. the little French Open, the yeah. little, little Olympics on the side. <laughs> Catch a gold medal real quick. It's no Paris Olympics in Paris. It's gonna be nuts. I might be there. Yeah, I might even playing. Yeah, or I might. I might play for Germany. How crazy is that? We don't have to get into that now. Germany's I, doing can their I thing. Ask this? Can I? Well, yeah. Imagine me on that team. Yeah. You kidding me? Imagine me at the two guard spot. They had that the guy oh, Oates, yeah. He had a good yeah. game that one game, but I'm saying I'm guy can't hold hit the me. dagger against USA, by the way. That was that was brutal. Hal Burton really just sold out on the pump fake. Big big three. Sidestep three. <laughs> he was huge. Huge. Uh he could play, but he's not me. Yeah. Let's just keep it hundred. If I played on that team, they'd be even better. And that guy would come off the bench. Now you got more depth off the bench. But I'm I didn't even know you were I didn't know this was like a thing for you in Germany. Uh, no, this is a real thing I'm I'm about to put in motion. I'm not even kidding. Mom's German? Somewhere in there. Either way, Paris Olympics, I think it's going to be. Cali probably had more information on that. But um, yeah, Paris Olympics, there's definitely a little, there's a little ring to that. I think huh? that helps. Yeah, no doubt. With the whole thing. 
What other rapid fire questions do you have other than my embarrassing moments? Well, we were talking about clothes yesterday. I wanted to ask you, I know you're a big hat guy. Would you ever not wear a hat the rest of your life or not have a beard the rest of your life? Not wear a hat. I have good hair. I know, I'm not saying, but you're, old, you're always, you're, you're a big hat guy. You rock hats all the time. I do like hats, but also people know I have like a full head of curly hair. I have no problem showing the curls. Beard is a must. Yeah. Your dad still has the good hairline. He does. He lines a little fuzz right up. It's <laughs> just laser sharp. It is the most laser sharp fuzz I've ever seen. Stop calling it. It fun. is. People ask me all the time. They're like, what is it? What's it made out of? <laughs> and how many times a week does he get that thing taken care of? I'm like, I think twice. I think once or twice a week he gets that little that little fuzz lined up. <laughs> it's like four times you called it fuzz. In 10 I times. can't stop. I think it looks good. I think that's something that's, something that's good for you. You're going to have, it's going to be nice. For I'm you. hopeful. I'm hopeful. Uh, my mom has good hair too. So I got that going for me. All right. That's that's enough for this week. It was great talking to you as always. One more thing I want to say about Team USA. I know we've been heavy on Team USA. I think Deion Sanders needs to be on the bench <laughs> for Team USA for them to have a chance to win gold. Just I just I don't need them coach whatever. I just need them on the bench, maybe in the locker room, halftime speeches, whatever it takes. A little motivation presence or whatever that guy touches turns into gold. It's like <laughs> literally. They're, they're definitely running stuff right now. Boulder. Colorado is a movie right I kind of want to get some gear, some merch, if that's okay. It would look... Would you kill me if I had like a... It, it'd be weird. I yeah. also hate their colors. I went to University of Central Florida. The yeah, same they colors. suck. Not UCF. I'm talking about the colors. You don't like uh, black and black gold? Black and gold and silver. And it's not a good gold. It's like like the the, the, the the really like gold gold. It's not like a fire. Ooh, it's like if you want it to be rose gold. It's good. It's good. It's no, good I'm gold. Like, I want like a black and yellow. You know, like okay, black and yeah, yeah, like I want like a Pittsburgh Steeler colors. It would be fire. Sure. Black and like gold gold is like, ew. Yeah. All right. Well, that's enough for this week. We'll talk next week. Appreciate everybody as always. Uh, Yeah. This week was crazy. A lot of stuff we didn't want to talk about, but we kind of had to. But, you know, it is what it is. We try to give you all everything and direct as we can. So hope you all enjoyed the episode. And I think next week we'll do some kind of season preview. We'll, we'll, we'll cover it. We'll go division by division or we'll just do a conference. Yeah, that'd be and, nice. Yeah. We'll do a little preview for everybody. Yeah. See what we got going on. All right, Y'all be safe.